Almost everyone watches movies. Not everyone appreciates their impact or can even describe their impact. But the art of film has entranced countless people for reasons aesthetic and for ones that strike even deeper. My name is Thomas Patrick Wiseman, and this is Tom and Terry on films with the input of a very special filmmaker. This is a copyright infringement. For over a century, moving pictures have captivated audiences, and every finest filmmaker has once been part of that audience. Few know better than Quentin Tarantino. This is Tarantino on Charlie Rose in 2012 on some advice from Terry Gilliam. How do you do that? How do you get that vision that's in your head? How do you get it on screen? And he said, um, well, Quentin, you have to understand, as a director, you don't have to do that. Your job is to hire talented people who can do that. You hire a cinematographer who can get the kind of quality that you want. You don't have to be able to know how to take the lights and move them around to create an effect. You hire a talented costume designer who can give the colors that you need and the flamboyance or not that you want. Uh, you hire a, a production designer who can do that. Your job is explaining your vision. Your job is articulating to them what you want on the screen. And then all of a sudden, the whole yeah. mystical, shamanistic thing that I thought directing was just went boop. And I realized I could do that. That it wasn't this yeah. Merlin-like magic kit that I needed to know the, the right spell in order to conjure. I, oh, I can describe what I want. I know what's in my head. That's the easiest yeah. part. I'm good at describing Quentin Tarantino is known for his dialogue, very specific and deliberate cinematography, and his gritty fictional subject matter. Some would say it's a pulp kind of fiction. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? And it's all accompanied by a very diverse but ultimately cherry-picked soundtrack. But how does one get there exactly? I have to say, I usually find it through other writing. Uh, I've, I've been I mean, doing your writing for something will lead you to thinking, I, I want to go here. Yeah, well, I just, I, I really like doing film writing. And uh, I haven't published any of it yet, but I really like doing film, film. writing. Or, yeah. or, or, these are essays on film, not yeah. criticism. Yeah, it's like, well, it's kind of it's, uh, criticism slash essays, usually about right. dead directors, so I don't get in trouble. And uh, have to. Be sheepish if somebody at a party because yeah. I wrote bad stuff about them. All right, but, yeah. uh, um, and nor, but also it's it's kind of unfair to take a take a, uh, a swipe at a colleague. If I'm a critic, I'm a critic. But if I'm not, yeah. I'm not. Um, but <laughs> I love that type of writing because I love just being this student of cinema all the time and dealing with it and, and constantly putting uh, my aesthetics, what I consider good work versus bad work, uh, constantly under a microscope and then being forced to describe it. But the, what 
in, but in this case in particular, it was that writing that led me to this story. Right. And one of the things that was great about it is because I'd been doing so much writing, I wasn't cold when it came time to write this ah. piece. I was lubricated. I was in the zone. I was writing every day. So it was just, you just won't move over to here. Yeah. And that was really exciting. Quentin Tarantino's style is made up of certain elements. Dialogue, suspense, emotional weight, music. This is not original to Tarantino, however, and other filmmakers have instituted these important variables as well. Whether it's the Coen brothers' No Country for Old Men or psychopath Anton Chigurh taunts his potential victims with a coin toss. What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? Sir? The most you ever lost on a coin toss? I don't know. I couldn't say. Call it. Call it, yes. For what? Just call it. Well, we need to know what we're calling it for here. You need to call it. I can't call it for you. Well, it wouldn't be fair. I didn't put nothing up. Yes, you did. You've been putting it up your whole life. You just didn't know it. Or Jack Nicholson as Jack Torrance, losing his shit and Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Don't hurt me! I'm not gonna hurt you. Stay away from me! Wendy! Stay away! Darling! Light of my life! I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. <laughs> or even the tense hilarity of Joe Pesci and Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas. Really funny. Really funny. What do you mean I'm funny? It's funny, you know. It's a good story. It's funny. You're a funny guy. What do you mean? You mean the way I talk? What? It's just, you know, you're just funny. It's, you know, the way you tell the story and everything. Funny how? I mean, what's funny about it? Tommy, no, you got it all wrong. He's... Oh, oh, Anthony. He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What'd you say? You're right. Funny how? Just, what? Just, you know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> you mean, so? let me understand this, because I don't, you know, maybe it's me, I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? I'm not just... Do you know how you tell a story? What? No, no, I don't know. You said it. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. But ultimately, what is the effect it has on the viewer? What else? I mean, do you create music? No, I don't create it. Yeah, no. you don't create that. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and you make movies about it. Yes, exactly. And I use it in my movies, and it is a huge part of my aesthetic. It is. It but really is. It's I, a, no, just, it really is. It's, it's not only. It, yeah, yeah. It's a defining part of your. I, I would agree, but I don't make it, and that's yeah. actually part of you know. So what does that make you a kind of aggregator? Yeah, it's like you know. I guess. Yeah. Well, it also it is it is modern art going on. There is a slightly. Mm. You know, for lack of a better word, a hip-hop aesthetic of taking something that already exists, taking yeah. what you like from what already exists, yeah. and putting it into your own work, and by the way you do it and the way you frame it, uh, creating something that didn't exist before.
Yeah. Now, it's taken a while for that to be respected, all right? But that's always kind of where I've been coming from. As stated earlier, Quentin Tarantino has quite a knack for music in his films. Uh, well, I mean, personally, I, I just think... Um, it creates you, mood, it creates... Well, it, it's... I just pacing. think... It, I think it's one of the most... I, I try not to... I try not to use music just as a case of pacing. That's how everybody else does it. They put innocuous music just to kind of get the ticking clock going I should on. have been embarrassed to even suggest you do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but uh, uh, I think the reason that my music works so good is I don't just blanket it in there. When it is, is in yeah, there, right, it's right, there for right, a real right. purpose. But I, I actually think the right use of of movie image and the right and the, connected with the right music is usually the most cinematic moments uh, in the history of cinema uh, some examples include john williams score in star wars a new hope when luke finds his aunt uncle extra well done on their smoldering huts front porch heart-wrenching scene in James Cameron's Titanic when Rose finds out that Jack Dawson hasn't survived. Jack! 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 There's a Music truly is a very heavy and important element within film. Gratefully, in a recent, recent history, a blockbuster that was released this year has incited and reignited a love for film in so many people. And it includes all the variables previously mentioned. Murray, one small thing. Yeah. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? (laughs) 
And even though Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was in fact amazing, Todd Phillips' Joker is now the highest grossing R-rated film ever made. A film that combines terrific cinematography, eccentric acting, a chilling score by an Icelandic cellist, Joker satisfies every cinematic need. Todd Phillips once directed Tom Green to taunt a feeder mouse with his tongue and directed Ken Jeong getting in a naked fight. And he still pulled off the best villain origin story in recent cinema. Joker has well earned its titles. My name is Thomas Wiseman, and you have been listening to Tomentary, and I deeply encourage you to dive deep into films, for you too might be the next Quentin Tarantino, or even the next Todd Phillips.